2: Here we are. Hello, Hi, everybody.
0: Welcome to, uh, <laughs> to the Challenge
2: All-Stars Episode 4 Wrap-Up Podcast. I am Brian Cohn. You're with me to discuss this week's with No Alley. We got the
0: great Matt Lagory and Brian Scalley. Matt and Brian, how are you? I'm, I'm just fantastic. I could not be better.
1: Doing well. So glad to be here talking about the Challenge All-Stars 2. A uh, very fun episode to discuss in my opinion yes
2: very fun episode this was I think the biggest episode in my mind that I I don't know about I feel like a lot of people were super high in season one of all stars and I feel like a lot of that was more nostalgia of seeing Mm -hmm. these people back I didn't think the the season was that great there was not much drama there's not much strategy but like season two up through, through four episodes this has just been one of the best challenge seasons in a long time it is, this has been incredible this se- this episode was incredible I am so excited to talk about this one uh this season it's it's been fantastic
1: completely agree uh especially with this like high of an episode i'm interested to see how the rest of it plays out before like uh, i mean i've said that like season 37 may be uh the worst in quite a while whereas uh, all stars 2 seems to be a big bright spot Uh, i think it is more due to the format than anything so i'm hoping Mm -hmm. that they really look at uh what works here and uh, apply that to other seasons of the challenge moving forward
0: yeah, I, I definitely I don't want to like put down All Stars One too much because I did enjoy a lot of things about it. I mean, it's the same kind of thing that we're seeing here of just oh, like All Stars One. We saw a lot of people that we hadn't seen in a while. That's the same thing that's happening here, uh, but just with a slightly better game format, like you guys said, and also um, just kind of like more uh, improved gameplay, and that's making it more mm-hmm. exciting. But season one, I mean, just some of the people that were there, like Isella, mm-hmm. Beth, like people that were still there at this time that like uh, were making that whole show super exciting for me, um, and probably more that I'm just not thinking about right now. Uh, so I did enjoy the first one, but this one has been uh, a lot of fun at this point, for sure.
2: Yeah, and I think we almost needed season one to get to season two, because I think a lot of the people that came back, like, they all talk about they haven't been in this world and this like doing these types of shows on camera, doing these gameplays for, you know, 10, 15 years. So they almost needed that dipping your toes back in the water and seeing how it played out. And now they got to see how it played out. They got to be involved in it. And are here. They are season two. They're like out for blood. They're like, all right, I mm-hmm. want to win now. I'm doing what I can to win. They have new relationships now so they can start to build off that again. So I think you almost needed the slow play of season one of people like, oh, yeah, I'll go in. It's the fair thing to do. And now season two comes around. It's like, no, screw that. I'm getting out the big guns. I'm getting out the big targets. I want to win. And we're seeing that here. And that was really the, what we saw for most of this episode, which was it was very, very, very exciting to see.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it also is partially due to season one. Like, you had the Trishells who showed up and thought that they were going to summer camp. Um, right. And, like, there's probably a little bit of that, like with uh, Leah, maybe, uh, that shows up. But for the most part, a lot of people here showed up much more prepared uh, for the game that they're about to play. Uh, and it will not be, you know, like, <laughs> you have Ayana, who is just, like, uh, so hype about going into elimination. Mm-hmm. So uh, people are not shying away from playing the game here the way that some people were on season one. Mm
0: hmm.
2: Yeah, so we really we jump things off right at the beginning with a really laying the groundwork for not just this episode for but for maybe like the majority of the season here with the two big alliances that have seemingly formed that in classic challenge tradition it is based on what room you're in Um, MJ forming his sector of his alliance. He's got him uh, Derek. Brad, the and Darrell. That is their room. That is who they want to work with. That's who they all want to work together. Um, And they are setting their sights on Latarian and Nehemiah. We obviously saw Nehemiah being a target of Derek uh, early on. Um, And now they they see Latarian. They saw him. They felt he got skated by a little bit in the first season. They don't want to see him doing it again. And Nehemiah seemed to be on the outs already. So that is where, where they are setting their targets on Matt. What do you think about that? five summons an alliance.
0: So I mean some of it makes sense. I mean anytime you could tell me Derek is aligned with anybody and I'll believe you because of just the fact that like Challenge Mania exists and uh, you know he's had so many people on the podcast he said so many people uh, you know at at live shows and whatnot so uh, he's connected with so many of these people like uh, you could tell me he's working with anybody and and, uh, sure Um, but it's interesting that I mean like Brad and Derek being grouped together especially after we saw that scene of like um, Brad saying like yeah I mean I'm like I think he's cool and everything but like I've never really worked with him before Um Darrell and Derek were on the same season together last time around and I feel like they're the two vets that have been in the scene more so than anybody else you know for the past 10 years or so so not surprised there but just overall like nothing else here makes a whole lot of sense it's like where who is MJ where has he been Uh Kahuda has mm-hmm. been gone for a while so it's the rest of this it's just like all I have to do is absorb okay these five people are together let's keep moving forward
2: yeah and then on really the, the opposite end of the spectrum the one of the other rooms uh that wants to form the counter alliance uh steve recognizes where he sits where the house sits where that power structure sits and he wants to work together with dmi latarian tech and uh, melinda and that is the counter alliance which i mean i think that's very exciting but it's still only 10 people in the house and there's only one girl in the mix so there's a whole other voting structure that's just not included
1: uh brian what do you think about this five as the counter alliance to those uh oh. I am more excited about this five, to be honest. Um, there are people who I feel like I haven't seen in longer or I'm uh, just getting reacquainted with. Whereas a lot of the people on the other side, uh, like even like the Kohadas, like, yeah, he hasn't been on a while, but like more recently than so many other people on the show. So uh, I'm not as excited about seeing them there. Uh, so I was definitely more interested in this side of the house.
0: Under one. underreported story of all of this, like, and sorry to cut a little bit ahead to like the votes, but mm-hmm. like Derek's going to get a vote from somebody in this other, probably everybody in this other alliance. Um, But specifically, like Melinda is one that stands out to me because Melinda has a podcast on Derek and Scott's network. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I'm just like baffled. I'm like, how did, how is the, like? I mean, maybe there's, I don't know. Like, I need to like check in on the, on the, uh, see what these guys are talking about this week because she's like. <laughs> She she has a podcast on the Challenge Mania network and they're on Opposite Alliances and she voted for them. I'm like, what is going on here? I don't know. I just It was like very R.H.A.P. sequester vibes. I'm like, people just don't work together. <laughs> don't <bring laughs> that back. She's not getting the yeah. uh, plus one against
2: their holiday party. She's, oh my goodness. Uh, I was
0: dumb. like, what? what am I missing? I mean, it's not going to come up on the show, especially now, but
1: yeah i don't know. I am a little bit side eyeing the uh demographics of the breakdown in alliance uh for mm-hmm. these two in the house. I think it's worth flagging up uh not only is Melinda the only woman who is even considered- str- uh, you know uh strategically in the house, I think that there are uh, other factors that I'm keeping my eye on It's interesting that like the four straight white men in the house have all aligned uh pretty automatically where i didn't really think that they had the strongest of relationships before. Uh, So, uh, it is, you know, interesting for All-Stars too. but I think that both alliances are pretty even in, uh, you know, ability right now, so I think it's uh, interesting to watch play out.
2: Yeah, and it's just, like you said, like, Julie Melinda, and clearly it's going to be even men, women, who is in the position of power each week, just based off how they do it with either individuals, or teams, or whatever they have been balancing them to have an even number of people in position of power, so... Even if you think uh, your group of men is going to dominate, there's still a whole other half of the alliance that's going to either be a voting block in the position of power or for the rest of the house. So to not even factor them in is just kind of stupid gameplay. It, mm-hmm. Throwing out all the other demographics aside, it just it's just stupid. So like you got to factor in where all these other votes are going, and then clearly that all other side of the house went against the the MJ side. So not, not the best look for them.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I'm curious um, because even when Nehemiah is naming the alliance, he says like he lists the four names and says like, and right now Steve. So I'm wondering if that is uh, Steve is getting brought into the alliance and uh, we are like working on expanding that because it could be, you know, Nehemiah overhears MJ talking about the other side of the house. So this could be like pretty reactionary that they are uh, solidifying this Um, and maybe they will work on the women of the house uh, at a you know, later time. But mm-hmm. um yeah, I don't know. Melinda's in that room and I enjoy Melinda. So I'm happy to see her included. Do you? Yep. I mean,
0: not to She's like fine. make a super dig at like Melinda, but what is, I don't know what I'm getting from Melinda. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she just seems like, you know, nice enough. <laughs> that was She's a minor fine. dig. It wasn't a super dig. It was it, a minor. It dig. was definitely, it was definitely
0: dig adjacent, but like, I don't know. I just don't have like strong, strong memory. I have memories of like, you know, Danny and Melinda and all that stuff. But like, I don't know. Like, when I saw that she was coming back, I was like, hmm, interesting. Okay. Um, and now, like, you know, a couple episodes in, I'm still like, what are we doing? <laughs>
1: I find like you said that she uh, does a number of podcasts. I have found her to be funny and engaging on those as well as um, her speaking a little bit about how her relationship, which really dominated her time on uh, this franchise of her and Danny, maybe was not the best relationship that she has ever been in. Uh, And so I'm excited to see her uh, away from him and uh, just, you know, on her own. Yeah. Fair. Uh, So we
2: get, in another classic challenge fashion, then we get to see the eventual people that go into the elimination. We get to see kind of their stages set. We had Derek talking about you know, how he feels pretty confident uh he doesn 't have the life shields, but two of his buddies, Jody and Kahutta, have them, so he feels pretty safe. Katie feels pretty safe because of all the social connections she has in the house. What could possibly go wrong with that um, so kind of laying the groundwork there with Katie and derek what do you what do you guys make of Katie because obviously you know spoiler she 's going to go home this week um. I was kind of surprised to see her even come back for All Stars 2. Like, I know she kind of epitomizes All Stars, but I thought just her showing in All Stars 1 wasn't a lot. Um, Would you guys be excited for a Katie All Stars 3 appearance, or or, or are we done with with Katie here in the mix?
0: I'm never going to be done with Katie. And I feel like Sally's going to be on the the same page. You know, uh, I'm I'm never going to say, don't give me Katie back. Like, no way, no chance. But. It's just you have to know and accept that if you're a Katie fan that this is going to be her fate on every season and we're lucky that it didn't happen week one at a certain point. It's like the Heights thing is just not at all anything she she uh vibes with and the first two seasons i mean if you if you're the first one out which if she doesn't participate in these heights challenges or if she just does super poorly in them she's going to be into elimination and you know we see uh even uh, we see it all the time especially on this main season of uh, 37 right now of like people that are just trying to avoid eliminations and if katie's going to automatically be going into at least one elimination every season because she's always going to bomb on these challenges we're always going to end up here so it's it's you know it kind of feels like hypocritical because if this was anybody else that I was talking about I'd be like stop bringing the back this is wasting my time but it's Katie so I'm not I'm, I'm happy to be
1: hypocritical sorry to disappoint Matthew, but uh, I am going to say that I am out on Katie coming back. Um, I kind of was out on Katie coming back to All-Stars 2, to be honest. Um, I feel like I have just like accepted that i was a katie doyle stand through and through and katie cooley is a different person that i find very enjoyable but not someone that i need absolutely need to have on every season of all stars so uh i like katie i find her to be extremely funny like a great podcast guest but um if this is going to be the same story every time i mm-hmm. don't need like the threequel
2: yeah i think let katie host the uh the official challenge Ooh. all-stars podcast like let 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 uh you know anisa and Tori host <laughs> the, the proper one and let katie get in the mix and host that one i think that's that's more where katie should fit would thrive would be her her style just there's so many other women that we could start to see coming back for an all-star series where it's not like with a challenge proper where you know we're we have these new people in we want to like Grow, like, become, make them make them become characters and we get invested with them. There's so many other people that we're already invested in that could come back for an all stars three that we, we just don't need Katie. Like, there's other like variations of this type of personality, or even just like a better competitor that you know we got it twice, like, nothing's really changed. So, what's, what's well, there to bring? And, back? Like,
0: on the flip side, they've called Sophia three times now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very the thing is, Katie is one of the uh, I mean, at least for me personally, I would say Katie is one of like the biggest all time women's names uh, for the challenge. Sure. And I think that's something that All Stars 2 was lacking kind of in the big names department. So I understand wanting to bring her back. I mean, and, like if she show, were to show up on All Stars 3 or All Stars 4, I'm not going to be like, oh, why is Katie here? But, um, it, you know, if I was casting like Katie or Ayana on next season, I'm taking Ayana, And I couldn't not have told close. you almost anything about Ayana preseason this yep. season.
2: She is the two-time winner of the challenge, according to Press. Yeah. So well there we go. She has that going for her. <laughs> yeah. um, very interesting conversation. We got Derek asking uh Nehemiah, you know, is there still beef between them even after, you know, the fact that Derek didn't give Nehemiah exactly who he wanted in the elimination uh when he went in? Um and then very weird see, like Nehemiah saying, you know, he liked the old version of Derek and thinks Derek is getting a little too strategic and wishes him can kind of go back to the The underdog grinder that would kind of just push through a challenges. What did you make of kind of Nehemiah's take on his new Derek? Map?
0: It was such a slap in the face. Like it was like you suck at this part of the game. So I don't know why you're even trying it. Like you're known in the game for being uh, a beast in eliminations, beasting out the challenges. So I don't know why you're trying to play this game because it's just not for you. And I was like,
1: how dare he say that about the best all-time human chess player Um, (laughs) like no I I agree I think that it is not Derek's strength in the game like uh, he is not someone who is really like ever just outright ran a season at least as far as the edit he was always the underdog and like that's what made him likable so i think as far as a game strategy and uh for me personally especially in likability uh like derek does not work as the man out in front controlling the alliance
2: Yeah, And I think that's what makes this format kind of so interesting. Um, The fact that winning gives you power and you can toss people in, but you also can't guarantee who goes home and who's even going in. That's what makes this format so fun is Derek wins the first week and not only does he just have to listen to who who Nehemiah wants for one person. He has to throw in two people. Maybe he gives them only one of the two and that person could win and that person stays back. So I, I like that winning Does really come with the price this season It's not like just a pure power thing and there's no Real drawback uh, especially when you win Individually so for Derek it is The best the worst thing he probably did for his game was winning Um, if he could have just like stayed and floated by in the middle, which he kind of did in season one and it got him to the final. uh, I think that's really more where he should fit.
0: Yeah. I think he'd agree with you. Uh, Just, uh, just a hunch. I feel like he agrees with with you on that. Um, I I mean, yeah, let me get into it. He uh, uh, at the very end of the episode made a comment about that when he was like, you know, I was forced to play the game or I was forced to make a move that I had to make. And now this is what happened to me. Like, this is where I am. And then also he was also on Tori and Anissa's podcast in the all-stars version this week. And man, he went off about uh, just the fact <laughs> that like, like, first of all, I mean, very loud, very animated. Like the guy is, is a podcaster in general. So he was like working the mic and making sure that he was uh, getting his thoughts out there. And he was just talking about, you know, if I didn't have to pick four people in week one and put myself out there that much, then probably this wouldn't have happened, but that's the game I had to play. I was forced to do it, and
1: Mm -hmm. I was like, okay,
0: okay, sorry,
1: sorry. (laughs) Yeah, well, I think he also, like, as much as I uh, may have criticized him for it, uh, letting Mark take the lead in All-Stars 1 uh, was like, like I said, exactly where Derek fits in. And I don't know that there really is that person on this cast for him. He always was like hiding behind the Johnny, Evan, Kevin. Uh, You know, he was like the fourth (laughs) guy who wasn't really, uh, you know, he was the, like he was consistently going to do well, but he wasn't like, uh, the person dominating a season he wasn't like the overdog he was the underdog and that's what mm-hmm. made him rootable and like for both the viewers at home and the people in the house because he's one of the most all time popular people again both ways uh, and like no one ever usually has a bad word to say about him but it seemed like he graded on a lot of people's nerves in this season versus others
2: and I wonder if I mean him having the podcast, maybe people are starting to think of like all right, you know he's like the man of this world, and let's take a shot at him now he mm-hmm. as you said doesn't have his protection he's you know he's he obviously made the final last time, so let's let's take the shot at him when we can so after the challenge this week uh bright skies which is trivia trivia over heights uh, we haven't I amazingly mean, didn't see trivia on a challenge proper so we got to see it here Uh kind of a tw- like not a twist but like a, a variation of trivia where instead of each person being asked a question it was kind of you know you ask the question but you have like you know 10 15 20 different answers and you have to keep going until someone gives a wrong answer which I think this is the best version of trivia that they've done in years 100% what about you Matt
0: 100% Ooh. yeah um- well, Scally, you you can jump in first if you want to uh, disagree with that.
1: So my problem, I don't know if it should have been strike based or what, but especially where like if you're i think kendall was first if you're kendall um being that like they pretty much started the question over every time you got to her so it was like all right kendall with every available option on the board like here's the new question and if like so then people who were at later in the lineup ended up having like the top five answers off the board and then still having to answer the same question i thought it was like fine and i was happy that they weren't like throwing strikes at each other because um i don't think that is the most interesting either right uh, but i thought that was uh, at least one problem here
0: I just like the the play along aspect for sure of the uh, of like here's one question and uh yeah like name all the Harry Potter books like sure that's easy for somebody who you know is a Harry Potter fan but like the fact that you can a play along at home and be like if you are like you do know the answer or answers uh to any of the questions like as soon as somebody gets one wrong it's fun to kind of be like oh that's it like you know that person's out and whatever so I I agree mm-hmm. with uh, Brian Cohen I liked it It's
2: yes, but well, I I think I missed the part though so Kendall started It every time I thought it was just they had the order, and whenever someone got it wrong, they would pick up with the next person. Did they really restart the line every time? I
1: I think that it would, um, like start if someone got it wrong, you would move on to the next question. Um, but I don't know if it was just that, uh, they would automatically also restart at the beginning, Mm. or if it just so happened that the people towards the end, uh, again, because they ended up, um, you know, with the later picks, uh, were, uh, consistently getting them wrong, but it felt imbalanced to me at points Mm -hmm. for sure.
2: So we started with the women's round, and the way this challenge work was obviously individual. First person out goes straight to elimination. Uh, One person remaining will be in power. Katie uh, throws a temper tantrum, uh, does not even compete, (laughs) so she's automatically into elimination uh, to the dismay of TJ uh, giving her crap, deservedly so. Katie feels her best chance to she prefers the beam to be into illumination rather than strapped uh to the side of the building so there but goes katie
0: when you're that terrified i mean she was having a full-blown panic attack up there and like that's not even mm-hmm. fun tv to watch like it might have been mm-hmm. uh like when i feel like when i was younger like seeing that kind of thing i was like oh this is funny like person's freaking out but like now i'm just like oh that person's going through it and if that was me i would be miserable so the fact that like you know she was like pleading and begging them to like let her down and it seemed like she must have like gotten a reaction from either TJ or from production that like they weren't coming to get her, uh, but she's like, no, I'm serious, like get me down. And I don't know who it was. It sounded like I guess somebody else up there with her was like, let her get down, TJ. Like, what are you doing? And right. they were like, all right,
1: let's go. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I I think think, go ahead, bro, go ahead, Scott. It, it, for like the other competitors, like sure, let her quit. I yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm like, taking the so, pressure she off she down. down. <laughs> but I do agree. Like, the, if the fear is that bad, like it is unfortunate but like I understand it more so than someone who's just like I don't want to do this today Um, so like I get it but if this is going to be a consistent thing uh, for Katie then like it contributes to why I might not need the third run
2: so it came down to John a. and Casey before that any standout highlights I didn't think there was any like preposterously bad answers amongst amongst the girls for some of the questions Um, did anything stand out for you any of you
0: hmm i mean uh, i was I will, definitely into the harry potter discussion of it all just because um i was impressed that they were getting uh all over i was impressed that casey was getting all of them because she was like i haven't read the books and i don't really know it that well
1: and she got you know three out of the three that she could have potentially gotten mm-hmm. we will say A saying she's like read everyone five times and then forgetting uh what i would say is the best harry potter book in order of the phoenix uh was disappointing hmm.
2: yeah so I mean amazing for Casey. Uh kind of like the, the complete contrast to to because Casey was like not was, but like I mean, she had a Kate, uh Katie type moment where she refused to do ice challenge, freaked out, and you know, they showed the flashback of it, and here she over where it comes at, she's a new person and, and she wins this one.
0: Which she is, doesn't uh, even have to go off the building, amazing. which is like perfect for her. Yeah. So
2: <laughs> Casey pulls off the win or for I think she said uh her first ever individual win. Um, already on a higher streak than Nelson. Way to go for her. And, and so, just quickly
0: just like stressful. for the record, the one that she had not wanted to do, the one that like we got the flashback to, like that was terrifying. Like I don't know, <laughs> like Brian Cohen, you probably remember. You watched the uh, watched the super recently or at least more recently than
2: Yeah, that was the one where basically you were going to be like it was almost like bungee jumping but being like flung like super far, right? That <laughs> that was the one that she freaked out about? I
0: I like I'm pretty sure it was the one where you had to like like run up this like circular platform, grab something and run back down the other side. Is that the same thing you're saying?
2: Maybe not. Maybe I'm, confu- I'm confusing. I mean, it
0: co- I, I could be wrong it's, too, but I just, I feel like that was the one that she was stuck on. Um, And like, that's like not just, you know, being flung off. Like when you get a question wrong, like that's like, I could fall if I miss this jump and I'm, I know sure. I'm putting myself in that position Ooh. to do so. If it's that, if that's the one I'm remembering, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know, just,
1: I, I it was like- a while ago. <laughs> Casey had a couple of freakouts. I wouldn't say it was limited to the one they showed. Uh, but like you're saying that uh there is a difference between like doing a giant uh like swing over a canyon or like running on a uh balance beam and potentially falling into water versus standing mm-hmm. on the ledge of a building in a harness. Um yeah. so you know what? Not to take anything away from Casey, I'm very proud. I'm very happy for her, uh, and I hope that she uh, soaks it all in. But there's a difference.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, I, I hate heights too, so I can't say how I would do. But like, this definitely seems like one of the more tamer. Heights thing that they've done, like it wasn't at night mm-hmm. or something like that. You didn't have to like walk across a beam and do something over heights. Like you're just like you guys said, just had to kind of just stand there. Obviously, it makes answering the questions harder, but like she didn't like give a stupid answer to a question. Uh, Katie, she just at, uh, freaked out. Uh, but good for Casey pulling out the win. Amazing mm-hmm. for her. Uh, for the guys round, um, we had Brad going out first, and to the question of name someone who has won the challenge multiple times, he gives us out the answer of Katie. So. <laughs> to, to pose to qu- either of you, is Brad this much of an idiot, or did he throw this? And if he did throw it, why?
0: No, he didn't throw it. He's he's <sighs> yeah, down. I don't think so. Either. Um, I think he was just so butthurt because of the question, because he couldn't answer himself. Uh, that <laughs> it like shook him up so much that he was like, I don't know, because uh, people were uh, people that were amongst uh, like the crowd there, people on the platforms, Derek, uh, Durrell, uh, and people that were like, you know, Jody, whoever else was out there, that was an answer to the question. Like people there could
1: have been answers, but he couldn't have been. So. Well, the thing is that a lot of the old school challenges had like 13 people winning a season. Mm -hmm. Katie's won one. She's made another final. So uh, like it's not the worst guess in the world just by the fact of her being on so many. But I know a lot of people have pointed out maybe they just didn't show this answer being used. But Brad's own (laughs) ex-wife was a possible answer. And he chose not to say it and go into elimination instead.
0: Imagine he said this. Yeah. I mean you're right. It could have, it could have just not been shown, but that would be hilarious. <laughs> also, like we need to talk about how long were these lists on TJ's cards? Like some of these mm-hmm. questions were like, there could be 20 possible answers. There could be like, I don't know how many multi-time champions or maybe it's not like, you know, a whole lot, but um, I just feel like some of these, I was like, this list is probably super long. And was he just sitting here, like eyeing it up and down, looking for the answer.
2: I hope your part was reading glasses. Yeah. It must've been some, uh, big writing or something on right. multiple cards.
0: Was somebody in his ear? Probably, mm-hmm. potentially. I don't know. It was just uh, that's the the downside for these questions mm-hmm. that it probably took him a while to confirm yes or no. Um, but again, I like
2: I like that it was a mix. Like there were some obviously challenge specific questions, like multiple time winners, countries they've been to, pop culture, sports, just random like geography stuff. Like I thought even the questions themselves was like a, a really good mix to like not skew towards any one particular person or like, or anyone. I thought it was a very good mix of questions you can ask.
0: Yeah. An incredible music too. choice of uh, "It's Raining Men" when they started getting flung yes. off the building, like incredible. <laughs>
2: but the, I, I, thought that too. But then they didn't really do a montage; like they just did the raining men. I think it was just like Darrell fell. Like I was waiting for the montage of like multiple guys falling, but like they didn't really do the montage. So but
0: they at least crazy. got it right. Like as soon as Darrell was flung back, they started yeah. playing the mm-hmm. songs. So it, it just was perfect. So it came yeah. down
2: here uh, to uh, perfectly set up with how the the episode started with with Steve and Latarian. The two left. Um it came down, the last question was I think the fastest land animals, right? Um I think he could yeah. let to get to the guess the had was zebra. Honestly mm-hmm. not the worst guess. I, I they probably would have been like maybe twelve or thirteen on the list, but uh not, not in the top ten. Um so Steve pulls out the one.
0: I wouldn't guess oh, zebra. I mean, not that I know a whole lot of other fast animals that I'd pick, but I I'm not picking the zebra there.
1: I don't know what I would even go with. I feel like Cheetah but, is just so obviously. Jaguar was
2: right. Like yeah, Jaguar. I was I was thinking maybe I was thinking even like a horse. You know, they run pretty fast. Bears
0: <laughs> are pretty fast. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, not a zebra. Um who, who yeah, Steve. Steve Wilds pretty fast. The iconic uh, legendary challenge returning player, uh Steve good. is the winner. How exciting. Yes.
2: Steve and Casey. What I mean, if you ever put those two together in a in a guess for a winning pair, like you means a lot of that that that, that you never see something like that again. But uh good for them. They get the win. Derek uh, super happy for Casey. Uh, doesn't think he has anything to worry about and uh, is worried, but, you know, thinks Steve might come after him, but he's got his life shield, so what You know, what could possibly go wrong uh, for Derek, right, 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 Skyli?
1: Yeah, you know, he's set up so well, everything is gonna be fine. And like, Casey's so, gonna call out later, like, the,
0: the fact that he keeps referring to it essentially as, like, he has a life shield, it's like, you really mm-hmm. don't, it's not yours, like, I'm sure Jody was gonna, you know, 100%, but um, it's not I yours.
1: <laughs> I loved that so much <laughs> cuz like i'm sure that, that was like sweet
2: stuff that was unbelievable
1: i'm sure that everyone else had the same reaction but i truly was like as soon as he said like oh you burned my life shield and yeah, i was I like your life shields said <laughs> casey was like the voice of the audience <laughs> like no no those you didn't win any life shields so uh i was very glad to hear that called out immediately yeah so
2: in a conversation that i think had more strategic merit than the entirety of uh challenge 37 we have steven uh <laughs> And Nehemiah breaking out about how they can break up this power trio of Brad, Derek, and Darrell. How do they navigate the life shields? Because even they feel, you know, if they throw in Derek against someone, Kahada or Jody or both have their life shields, they'll use it on them to protect them. Um, so I think it's Steve that comes up with the idea. Or maybe it's Nehemiah. I don't remember who this it was Nehemiah. about. Nehemiah who says, let's throw in, or you, you should throw in Kahada and Jody. Uh, as you're pairing so they have to use the light field on themselves so there is no one to protect uh, Derek which is just an amazing idea I, I, I don't think I even thought about doing something like this I didn't know that was even possible to to do it it's just a, a brilliant idea as you see it's executed brilliantly um, what did you make of uh, this 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 power breakdown by, by Nehemiah and Steve Matt
0: um, I, I always like I <laughs> I hate the way that like my brain works because when they come up with a plan like this all that like my brain says is like oh that's like so obvious like of course they would do that and uh, and, and like that's the way that you break the uh, the, the life shield if, if you want to you know get somebody to burn it um, I don't know that <laughs> if I'm like in the moment if uh, I can 100% like say oh yeah no I would definitely do I don't know um, but it does you know now that like it, we're seeing it all played out it's like no that doesn't make a whole lot of sense um, you know you have the option to put up four People, uh, cause the entire time up, like leading up until that conversation, I'm sitting there thinking, like, okay, well, Derek is going to be safe. I agree with him that the life shield will be used on him. Uh, but then, you know, it, like I said, it just kind of like, ah, as soon as, uh, they reveal the plan, it's like, okay, well, now that they're going to burn the shields on themselves, it's a matter of, okay, who is Derek going to be up against? Um, and who's going to be, you know, going in on the woman's side? Katie has that scene talking about how she doesn't want to go against Kendall. Um, so it's like, you know, some intrigue on both ends of, uh, who's going to get picked in here, but, um, yeah I mean you still got to give credit to Nehemiah because uh, I don't know if Steve was necessarily going to get there or anybody mm-hmm. else there he definitely pushed forward with it
1: yeah well I thought it was fun it was a collaboration where Nehemiah was like we want to try to burn the life shields and Steve was like so we'll throw them in and Nehemiah was like mm-hmm. oh that is a good idea yeah. <laughs> like he was planning on throwing the allies that they would use it on uh, but you know it, it was a good collaboration
2: you think that's a flaw in the life shield the fact that it can be worked around like this and you think this is now just going to be kind of a recurring thing, Scali, that whoever wins is just going to be tossed in so that they never have to worry about the life shield being used. I feel like now the life shields are just like burned basically for, for the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, we praise the format of the season, and I think this is one thing that uh, maybe they didn't think all the way through, so I'm curious to see if there is any uh, like sudden twist that comes about uh, that fixes this problem, because uh, it seems very Obvious how you would work around this at this point. Yeah, like unless
2: you're out, like if you're friends with the person who has life shield and you win, then you theoretically don't need to do it. But uh, any mm-hmm. other circumstance, you can, or you just add the additional layer of you just if you had the life shield, you just can't even be nominated. Which exactly. I mean, I don't know, like. I don't know if that's like a good thing. I mean, I, I it would be a twist on it, but I I don't hate the idea of them having to the burn it. Like I don't, I don't I don't even know where I I don't know if I would prefer that or this. I got not a great podcast opinion, but I, I, I still don't know. I don't know which I would prefer Matt. Do you, do you care that, you can kind of just burn the life shields away this season.
0: I mean, it's definitely a whole lot less interesting. Like the first week, uh, you know, or the first time that it was used when Nehemiah used it to take tech down. Um, it's not like it was like a super big, exciting moment in the episode, but like at least it changed up the nominations from what they were, you know, from what the two people in power were planning on doing. Um, but I don't know. I, I think that the life shield sounds a lot more fun than as we're obviously seeing here and potentially going forward. It actually is.
2: Yeah so before we get to the deliberation i don't know what they're exactly calling it but where the, the winners get together there was no nothing pops up on the screen like the selection when they do the voting yeah. uh but I, I call it the deliberation um katie obviously goes to, to steve saying do whatever you want like think things through i just don't want to face kendall anyone but kendall steve says okay <laughs> so they go to deliberation um and when they start sussing out for the girls <laughs> Kendall's name has popped up um, and she you see Steve kind of back down a little bit but a little bit a lot of it when Casey brings up that you know we can't just be there to protect Katie like she basically gave up on the challenge she didn't even try why should we bend over backwards to save her when she didn't even tried to save herself and you know good for Casey saying that because I kind of felt the same thing like I get you know your friends uh, with Steve Katie but it's like you lost Like you didn't even try this challenge so I don't know you did not really have a lot of water to stand on Uh, with this one what do you you think scally
1: yeah i almost was even curious of how if the life shields could be used to save someone who came in last or not i don't think so um but i think katie was really relying on uh, many of her friends often falling into power here and so um i thought that like it doesn't bother me if someone has like a good political game. Then like, cool, you have a good political game. But like, for Steve to like have just given him credit where it's like realized that you should be throwing in the people with the life shields to then just completely fold to anything Casey says <laughs> entirely here. Um, it was uh, you know not his best moment probably. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just like uh, I have this one goal. Okay, we don't want to do that. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> so, so not ideal, Steve.
0: It's also like, I mean, it's a, like it's, I think it's not as bad as what we saw with Darrell last week where he wanted something and then Tina was like <laughs> running over it completely. Um, but like in a sense, it's uh, I feel like when you go into this kind of thing, uh, Steve and Casey going in, it's like, all right, well maybe I'll pick one that I'm passionate about. You pick one that you're passionate about. So Steve already got, you know, it was definitely maybe Casey was on board, but the whole Derek thing was like what he wanted. So Casey mm-hmm. kind of had to have her way with the other one. And if that is Kendall, then like, you know, she was reassuring him that like, she's not going to go in, but I don't know. You just can't push your, you know, unless you're Tina, maybe you can not push and say, mm-hmm. I want both of these to be what
1: I want. Yeah. yeah I mean, you could attempt to, but at least so, um, especially when like it's your one friend in the house, seems like that is probably a valuable piece to keep on the board. Not that I think Katie is going to be, uh, winning any power right. anytime soon. Um, but right. I feel like we, like, we could have made somewhat of an effort, especially when Casey is openly saying like me and Steve, like both wanted Derek in here.
2: Yeah. And it, cause I kind of, feel like you know they are friends and if katie was coming into steve being like i want to go against this one person i think steve would have more of a like to stand up being like i can't just bow down to you like that you know you lost you didn't even try like i can't give you exactly what you want but the fact that she was just asking just don't vote this one person in like you can do any- anything else you want basically <laughs> although she was kind of upset to see Ion up there too which i i felt was kind of bs on her part but saying like you just don't want to go up against kendall i thought that was a fair enough thing that steve should have been able to follow through on where she wasn't trying to dictate who to go in but she's like of all the people just like don't put in Kendall and to see Kendall's name pop up there I can understand Katie being like what the hell Steve I said for one freaking thing uh, and yeah. you couldn't even do that so I do get where that's coming from but again it's like Katie didn't even try in the challenge so mm. it, it's kind of tough to feel bad for her here
1: I, I think it's fair when you say, like, use your brain. That should mean don't throw in two of the strongest competitors in the house. But even just like looking at the list of women on this season, uh, especially who's left. Uh, there's not that many weak options. So I don't know who Katie really should be hoping to go against, even in this scenario.
0: I I think the smallest person left probably being Jasmine is probably where I Mm -hmm. thought she was going to hope for uh, to go in. I mean, I don't know what her relationship was like with Jasmine, but like if she wanted a chance of coming back, like they're kind of equal
1: size. Sure, but then say that <laughs> because like that's like looking on the board. You don't want to go against Diana. You probably don't want to go against Janelle, Jody, John A, Kendall, like Tina. There's so many strong women left in this house mm. uh, that I think like you need to call your shot. Don't yeah, trust people true. to especially when like they played on one season like 35 years ago. <laughs> Maybe yep. you should take the lead strategically, Katie. Yep,
2: totally. And Steve brings up the, the Derek plan. Uh, Casey, as you guys mentioned, was a little reluctant at first, but then fully jumped on board. Um, you know, felt it was a risk risk worth taking. So if all through nominating Derek and Kahada, I think it was Derek and Kannada first, and then there goes it was Jody and Kendall, Jody and Kata obviously come on by, use their life shields, replaced by Tyler and Ayana. So that's how we get our full nominations of Kendall and Ayana Derek and Tyler what do you think of Tyler because that was the other piece of it Tyler being the one that is the pawn because obviously the the original plan was to split up Brad Derek and Darrell you have Brad down there you want to get out Derek wouldn't the move be to put Darrell up as the other piece Mm -hmm. Brian what do you think
1: Mm, yeah, I mean, when Steve himself was like, "My target is the three-headed snake that is Brad, Darrell, and Derek," and then just like, "We need one other person. Who could we use? Oh, right. let's use Tyler. Like, why? I don't know if Tyler's like not that well-connected. Um, I know that over on uh the Dominic Colin podcast, we had flagged up that uh, uh worried about Tyler having seen Derek and Ryan and Sophia all go home so early. So it's a homophobic
0: uh, season, to say the least.
1: Yeah, it's not ideal <laughs> to see." Um, especially like even Derek uh, on the podcast with um, Anissa and Tori was like, we could have sent home Tyler. It's like, no, please don't do that again. (laughs) So um, I was not thrilled to see Tyler being used as the pawn here, but hopefully there was uh, some degree of certainty that that would not backfire on him. Sophia's
0: gone like, this is crazy. Um, But the, what was I going to say? Oh, as far as Tyler goes going in, like um, if you take everybody who's not in those two alliances that we saw at the top of the episode, who's left? Mm -hmm. It's like Tyler, maybe somebody else. Uh, I can't think of there's another guy missing. Um, and then like a couple of the other women or, or like, well, all, all of the rest of the women are, are, were not included in those alliances. So I think that like Tyler is just like, just from like, you know, looking at context clues here, I, I, I'm guessing that Tyler's just good with all the rest of the women. And they knew that, that uh, Tyler wouldn't get voted in. So uh, the move mm-hmm. was gonna getting made here. And uh, it wasn't really much of a mm-hmm. question that Derek was going to get the votes. Yeah, yeah, And good on Tyler
2: is, for, you know, a lot of other people, even if you know you're going to be safe, they'll take this as well, right? They freak out, they start yelling at Steve, they cause a fight, and maybe that leads to them actually being voted in. So, uh, we didn't really see a scene of much of Tyler reacting, but I, I assume that means Tyler didn't react at all. So, kudos for him for kind of taking a in stride and,
1: you know, letting the votes play out, right, Skyli? Mm-hmm. yeah I would say um, it, 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 Tyler is the only guy who's not presented in this, either of those alliance like speaking of leaving pieces on the board um, so I don't know why that is but uh, and I think that it was like maybe they were worried about MJ getting voted in instead of Derek but still you could have thrown in uh, you know uh, Durrell. I don't think Durrell was getting voted in over him but you know it, like we said good on Tyler for having the votes uh, at least with half the house or mm. more Yep.
3: More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get
0: lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky?
3: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: So we go down to the selection. Uh, It starts off with Ayana standing up. Well, I guess it starts with Casey saying, um, you know she doesn't want to go against Kendall. uh but really doesn't want that. And then Ayana stands up and just starts getting taking off her uh, other clothes and showing her uniform and being like she is ready to fight. She's ready for battle. Um, <laughs> not the best for Katie probably to see how fired up Ayana is because she is she is ready to go right then and there. Right, right, Matt.
0: Yeah, as uh, as somebody who did not really remember this moment from Ayana's early. Uh, days like her her original challenge career MTV career um, it was nice to see her try to you know recreate this here um, in a way that was just you know it's the same uh, well, I don't know if it's the same exact message that she was giving back then but the message she's giving here is pretty clear she's like I'm ready to go in uh, if if that's what needs to be happening and uh, I'm ready for uh, if you guys aren't going to get me home it's that easy as she says in confessional she's like I'm ready I'm here it's happening so stop trying to mess with me so you know iconic behavior <laughs>
2: Yeah, and then as Derek was giving his speech, to giving his best Omar impression, you know, you come at the king, you best not miss, all that other stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Talking about his life shields is here also where we get Casey pointing out very astutely and correctly that Derek does not have any life shields. They were Jody and Kahara's to protect them. They deservedly so earned it. Uh, they should protect them. And Derek is productionless coming into this vote.
1: Mm-hmm. and even Nehemiah like while they're voting Nehemiah says like no one's scared of your threats stop it mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I don't know it just wasn't a good look on Derek like we said like what makes him likable was being the underdog and I feel like uh, definitely strayed from that this season um, and uh wasn't my fave did he like bark at Nehemiah like, yeah, I thought yeah was that weird. was
2: weird right when he was going up there to I guess they have to put their names up or whatever when they're voted and that was weird yeah that was odd by Derek I think for Derek's sake way this this track was going, I think it's best he gets eliminated here and not staying into game and making himself look worse. Mm-hmm. Um I think this mm-hmm. was going down a bad path for Derek, so I think here he gets knocked out, but is he able to keep like still pretty well liked amongst everyone, amongst the fans. Sure. I think if he I think if he stayed in and was doing some more other stuff, I think it could have changed. So kinda of good for luckily for Derek, I think really, like that he gets knocked out here.
0: I don't know he's mm-hmm. gonna see it that way because uh he's not somebody who goes home early on challenges sure, very often. Sure. So this is probably like Crushing to him. Uh, and I mean, if his podcast appearance is any indication, he definitely is still not the most over it. Um, so, yeah, I don't know that he uh, sees it that way, but I, I see what you're saying.
2: So we get down to it. Uh, De- Ayana and uh, Derek just said, voted in. The Amaya to show support for Brad uh, is wearing. Brad's beard, or not Brad's beard, but a beard dressed <laughs> up as Brad to show uh, his support ears. down uh, in the arena or the dungeon, whatever the hell it's called uh, for this. So look at the Nehemiah. Nehemiah and Brad. I didn't, all the time, what what great friends!
0: It was so like just the fat, like the way that he goes up to uh, Brad when they're like, bro, Brad, you have to come see this," and then like Brad sees it and he goes in for like the handshake and he's like, "That's so funny, that's awesome, like that's great." And then he like takes another step back and looks at it again, and then he like goes in for another hug, and then he like takes another step back and he's like, "Man, that's crazy." And then he goes in again. I'm like, these two are just like gonna go <laughs> at an elimination right here. Like the way that they're just, right. it was weird, weird body <laughs> language. I could, I didn't know what to do with it.
1: All I was thinking about was like, okay, that was funny. I'm to wait a couple of hours until elimination actually happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, just yeah. riding the bus. Like, that could not have been comfortable. No. Uh, so,
0: and I just uh, love the idea of like all of the gameplay that's happening around right now. And, like in my head, like, I'm just picturing like Jasmine and John A. Cause I'm, I want to see more of those two. Um, I'm just mm-hmm. like, are they just like, not, I'm not like insulting their games. It just feels like they're like maybe just having fun in like a summer camp environment, like putting, you know, uh, putting this whole project together with Nehemiah.
2: But <laughs> well, what's so funny is I was jumping ahead with Brian Wins. He gives like a confessional like, all right, I want to go after the people that, you know, got out. Derek, my friend, that put me in this position. And one of them is Nehemiah. Like Nehemiah (laughs) is trying to dress up the show with support for Brad. But Brad's got his target set right on Nehemiah. So the dressing up is ended. I mean, I guess it helped them here, but that doesn't really help build the the friendship because Brad's still coming after you.
0: You think like there's part of Brad who like maybe saw Nehemiah with the beard on and like didn't like it at first, but like (laughs) pretended to like it. Like it's maybe
2: it's like yeah, like uh, making fun of his shirt, right? That's what uh, caused Nehemiah to be voted in at first from, from Derek, so maybe or, or I guess MJ, whoever it was. Right, like um, he was
0: like processing yeah. it, like, like, is this like, is he making fun of me? Like, <laughs> I feel like that's what part of the whole processing was of him, like going back and forth in and out of like the embracing Nehemiah with it. I don't know. I just, again, really was struggling to read that interaction.
2: Yeah, very, very odd. <laughs> um, anything else before we get to the elimination? Nah. Wait, there's more. That's the name of the elimination. Um, (laughs) You have to uh, move a thousand pounds in various bags, put them in. It's like a giant cornhole style thing, basically. And once you do that, it opens up a puzzle. Uh, You solve the puzzle uh, and you win. So that was the format of the the elimination. I feel like the the challenge has been steering more and more, at least for all Stars, steering more and more to including puzzles in their eliminations, which I don't mind, but I, I don't Need it to be in every single elimination. I I think I don't want them to go too in the survivor end of the spectrum with these equalizers. Like it's okay to keep something's just physical and something's not or whatever. Like I don't, you don't need these equalizers and balances things in in every single elimination.
1: So, um, looking ahead uh, at like just when you have something like. I'm even struggling to come up with, like, an example here, but maybe, uh, you know, next season's cast might be a little more, uh, like, a wider gap in skill. Um, like, I like it from that perspective, where you're just not gonna have total, uh, blowouts, or, like, it'll be a little more fair, like, up for anybody. Um, but, yeah, especially the type of puzzles they're choosing, like, like, See this puzzle as an app for on TikTok, like every third, <laughs> like sponsored post. So, um, like it's fine, but they seem a little basic.
0: Um, I liked the elimination just fine. Um, all I could think about was who, you know, the person that was like controlling the puzzle going up because that wasn't on any kind of automatic system. Let's be real. Like, were they behind <laughs> the? Uh, structure or were they inside the ramp like avoiding getting hit with a giant bag of sand Um, like again that was not something automatic that like somebody pulled it up or something. So I was just really trying hard to find out where that person was uh, in the midst of these very intense eliminations uh, watching. I mean, I think we all knew that, you know, Katie wasn't going to be the favorite here. Uh, so nope. that one was tough to watch uh, as a Katie fan. Um, but the other one was, you know, definitely uh, as Belinda said, we've all been waiting to watch this. I'm like, eh, I guess Um so I'll, I'll watch it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's cool to see Brad and Derek go up against each other, but it definitely wasn't like, oh, I hope it once in my life, guess to see brad and Derek go up against each other uh, in elimination so i mean it was interesting I, obviously anna ayana is killing it again um dominates this one katie with a very, very i don't know if she thought it was funny but a very funny post elimination professional where you know she was like well ayana had me with you know the, the physical part she had me with the endurance and she you know beat me in the puzzle so i lost like, Yeah, that's you know she had you at every single <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Not great. Not great. And then yeah, Brad, good for Brad. Uh, winning elimination here. And then I didn't, uh, I guess like you guys mentioned it wasn't like the most complicated of puzzles. Um, but you know, he had to lead pretty much the whole time and, you know, help help through it. So good for Brad to pull out the win. And uh
0: mm-hmm. big celebration up on deck for uh Stephen Casey that they pulled this move out and got, you know, a very <laughs> tough player to usually get out of these kind of games out in uh in Derek. So, you know, props to both of them for pulling the move off that is uh Again, not something that, or just uh, at least personally, not something that I would have foreseen uh,
1: mm. especially again this early on. Well, it's just every season we're like hoping this happens. We want two sides of the house. We want mm-hmm. people to take big shots and like these strategic moves that end up paying off and like all of that happened this episode. So yep. um, uh, while I would think that we were a little hesitant with uh, seeing the cast on All-Stars 2, uh, I am so far very happy with how it's playing out as a whole.
2: Yeah, and I love the fact that this risk paid off for them because I think now it only leads to other people taking risk here if they did this Derek wins and then Derek wins the challenge next week and he throws in Steve and Casey then all of a sudden I think people's games tighten up and they don't do this type of stuff but the fact that everything worked um, and now if like Steve and uh, Casey they get a position of power again next week or some of their allies um, I think we can kind of see these types of moves happening more and more as the season goes along. So uh, I, I was as much as I liked Derek, I was kind of happy to see this result play out because I think it's going to lead to this similar type of gameplay as we move forward. So that's very encouraging.
0: Yeah. And if that was a three headed dragon, you know, with uh, Derek, Brad and uh, Durrell, it definitely, you know, you take a you take a big power structure. You take out, you know, a, a key piece in that you're definitely going to see uh, more compelling gameplay going forward. So should be fun.
1: Mm hmm. I mean, it's basically like on the modern seasons of the challenge when like the Johnnies and Weses would get targeted right at the beginning of the game. So that's mm-hmm. what this was essentially, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like Derek has not usually been the front man of the season. But uh, by casting and by podcast, he basically has become that. So yep. uh, it's just you saw the literal number one topple in episode four.
0: What we just said about uh, you know, C T uh and in the other season. If you if you're gonna take the shot, take it early, and they did. They took it early mm-hmm. and they succeeded. so
2: mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. it is. Maybe C T will just start winning both seasons simultaneously. That's like he's like, All right, you know what, I've won now this challenge regular, I've won back to back, uh assuming he goes on to do that. Let me see if I can win both of them oh, at the no. same time. And he just <laughs> simultaneously filming all stars and the challenge proper and wins to both adds that to his
0: uh oh, who could be surprised? I'm one
1: hundred percent sure they're asking him for all stars. Um, but I'm just nervous about people coming into all stars and then just like being so much stronger than the pool where it's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, so I'm going to have like, I love her, but like Beth (laughs) and then like CT are competing for the same prize. Um, that is scary for me as a prospect. Mm Hmm. It's like see just like going back
2: and joining like Little League or something like that. It's like all right, you <laughs> yep. don't you do plug you, you stay where you are. You although honestly, the people in the All Stars might be better than the people in the challenge right now. So maybe I'm the competition's sir. Sure.
1: <laughs> that is definitely a fair point. So yeah, so uh, yeah, like we've all said, a
2: great episode uh, sets up well for the uh, back half of the season. Uh, I think there's probably ten episodes again, right? So we're kind of you know closing in on the halfway mark. So I think so, uh, pretty good stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, something like that. I keep forgetting that the first round was split up into two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I would expect around. 10 so we're, to we're now six people, around. right?
0: So six people gone. There was 24 mm-hmm. people to start. So uh, 18 left. You keep losing two a week. Yeah, I mean, you're going to get to the final 10 in no time, which is going to be the final. So this uh, mm-hmm. format's been working just fine for me. I don't, I don't mind, you know, two people going each week.
2: No, I mean, like like we've all said, like this format, great way to do it. Which the prop challenge proper would do it losing two people uh, a week, especially when the challenge proper has like forty five people start, is more than enough. So the fact that you know all stars only had like what you say twenty six people to start and they're doing this yeah, um, is is a much better way to do it. So mm-hmm. it, it may just adds the pressure each week. There is no like guys girls weeks and stuff like that. So uh, it's just it's such the cleaner and better way to go about uh, a season but, like yeah. this.
1: So. And it's the same reason why like old school Big Brother would have more uh, like power shifts than old school survivor because like it only takes one person winning power to be able to like make a move that really shifts the game. And yep. that's exciting. That is not at all how it's been on the main series for a little bit of time. Yep.
2: Totally. All right. Anything else for all stars episode four?
0: Um, I guess quickly to uh, on our end of things to touch on the uh, draft that uh, Scally and I have with uh, Mel got Mm -hmm. served. Uh, I believe Scally had all four players that were (laughs) in any kind of position of anything this week. (laughs) I think he had both people who went home and uh, both challenge winners.
1: (laughs) I think that is true. Um, That's incredible. (laughs) You know what? Uh, I think Derek and Katie were both my first and last pick. So um, it's fine. <laughs> Whatever. It happens. I um, still feel fine about my team.
0: <laughs> well, uh, if you want to feel better, uh, Derek was your second pick. But yeah. Uh, okay. Close enough
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> um first picks in the draft were uh just to look back on it we had uh ayana who's obviously been you know proving herself week after week uh jody and janelle janelle has been like invisible for the most part so completely don't love mm-hmm. that and jody obviously uh still seems like she's got a target on her back but she's been you know uh she's still hanging in there she won the elimination so you know that's that that's all that's all that is uh there for the draft cool cool
2: all righty um so for if you're listening still on RJP, you know you can follow this one at challenge what is it robin's website.com slash challenge all challenge itunes oh my god uh to keep up with all stars and challenge spies lies and allies with the great ally lasher um where can you can follow me on twitter at cohen with a c brian with the i underscore you can follow
1: you all of you i'm at matt Lagori. scally's at brian underscore <laughs> scally <laughs> that'll do it for this week
2: so next week episode five for all stars until then have a good one